What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Start With Today podcast. My name is Jeff Schaefer, and I'm so excited that you decided to tune in today. For those of you who don't know, Start With Today was founded upon the idea that we can't go back and change our past. We can't look forward into the future and predict exactly what's to come and know every single step that we'll face along the way. But what we can do is take each day as a gift, enjoy the people God's place in our lives, enjoy every moment, and most of all, take advantage of every opportunity he gives us. I can't wait to dive into today's episode. I hope it speaks to you. I hope it encourages you, and I hope you'll join us next week. So with that being said, let's jump in and let's start with today. Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for joining me for episode 11 of the Start With Today podcast. For those of you who haven't listened before, my name is Jeff Schaefer, and I'm so excited you decided to tune in today. Uh, This is episode 11, like I said, kind of getting into almost three months of doing this, which is crazy. It's been super fun, super enjoyable. Um, I've learned a lot about myself and obviously had the opportunity to reach a bunch of different people, connect with people who I I haven't maybe talked to in a long time, and obviously people across the world that I've never once spoken to, but who have heard the message that God's given me and taken a chance to listen. And, And it's super exciting. As I touched on last week, you know, I'm getting ready to kind of rebrand the podcast and do some really cool things. And I'm excited to share that this week, um, on Wednesday, I'll be starting to kind of film some new promo, um, and get some stuff ready to go that hopefully I'll be able to roll out here by the end of the summer, uh, early fall for sure. One of the things I love about this podcast, honestly, has been the people that have, you know, reached out and just supported, uh, the show supported, obviously the mission that I feel God's given me. Um, and some of those people or individuals are, are, people who I haven't spoken to in a long time or people who, you know, I've kind of lost connections with and it's been really cool. And so actually this episode, um, what I'm going to talk about was sparked by an idea I got, uh, through a, through a message from a friend from college who reached out and, um, they've been a huge supporter of the podcast and, and what I've been trying to do. And one of the, one of the things that I, I, I've been doing, if you've noticed or follow me on social media is posting a lot of Instagram stories, which I'm sure are annoying some, and I apologize, but, um, that's just something I kind of do to continue to share the message and what I'm doing. Um, but one of the one of the Instagram stories I'll put up every once in a while is asking you guys what you want to hear about. Because at the end of the day, I'd much rather talk about stuff you're interested in hearing than stuff that I just think is a good idea. Um, and so one of the one of the responses to that was, you know, Jeff, I wasn't really raised in church. I, I don't have a spiritual background, and I'm really you know eager and curious about establishing a really relationship with God. And, you know, some of the campus organizations and, you know, other Bible studies are so big and overwhelming that it's hard because I feel like I have to catch up. And so what does it look like to start a relationship with God? What are some of the tips um, that you would have for starting that? And that's something I never really have talked about before. You know, I've spoken, obviously, about my faith and what God's taught me uh, throughout the years, especially the past couple. But I don't think I've ever addressed what it looks like to start that relationship. You know, some of the things that I, I believe are truly important and some of the, the aspects of faith that I didn't really take seriously at first and I now have realized the importance of. And so that's what I'm going to do today. I'm going to kind of walk through what I think are some great steps to take when you're curious about a relationship with God, uh, when you're you know starting to establish your faith, you're starting that walk. What does that look like? And so the first step in establishing your relationship with God, and, and you hear about this all the time, and for those of you who haven't, um, I'm excited to kind of tell you about this today, is, is to establish um, and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. John 14, 6 says that Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the light. No one comes to the Father except through me. 
And so, you know, like you've all heard, God sent his only son, Jesus, to die for all of our sins so that we could have eternal life through him in heaven. And so when you, when you want to start that relationship with God, when you want to start that walk, the first thing you have to do is repent of your sins, acknowledge that you're a sinner, and accept Jesus as your Savior. Accept him into your life. Uh, obviously, it's a relationship, too. So a lot of people get the idea of religion confused uh, with Christianity. It's not about religion. It's about a relationship. It's not about doing things a certain way. It's about accepting somebody into your life and allowing them to be a part of it and pour into you. And that's what a relationship with God looks like. Um, and, and our, our walk with God starts by, by being saved by Jesus. It starts by, like I said, accepting him as your Lord and savior. Um, and that's kind of the Kickstarter or, or the spark. And that's what the Bible tells us to do. Because again, it says no one is, is going to get to the father except through Jesus. And then, you know, after you do that, obviously you have a lot of questions when you're a new believer. And I know I did. And, you know, I was raised in church and still had so many questions. And so my second tip is to find out what you need to know about God and then also find out why why you need him. You know, why do we need him? Why? What have humans done that has set us apart from God? Um, and so some things that I wrote down that I think are important to note and some misconceptions that people have is that God loves us even when we haven't loved him um, in the past or, or have, haven't been giving him the attention that he deserves. He doesn't love us any less. And, and that's the beautiful thing is, you know, there's this misconception that, oh, I've messed up too many times. It's too late. Um, and that's not true. You know, if you listen to my testimony episode, I was blacked out drunk, you know, completely blacked out when, when I, I finally realized, man, I need to let Jesus into my life. And he came in and it wasn't ever like he punished me for not loving him for years. It was, it was just, okay, we're going to start this walk now. And that's the beauty of it is that you were never too far gone. The second main point is that God wants us to know him and he knows us. He knew us before we were even a thought in our parents' minds and he wants to know us. And then that leads me to the third point is that our, our relationship with God was broken because of sin, human sin. God doesn't. And so that's what broke that relationship off. And then God provided a solution to that problem. He provided a solution to that broken relationship and that's by sending Jesus. And John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world as to give his only begotten Son, so that whoever believe in him may not perish, but may have everlasting life. And that's powerful. You know, like I said, we were God's creation, and it hurt him to see us sin and, and to, you know, completely turn against him. And we were his creation and his children, and he wanted to give us another chance. So he sent his only Son to die for all of our sins, the sins that had been committed and the ones that were to come for many, many years. Cause obviously this was a long time ago and humans still continue to sin. We all sin. And this leads me to my third point, spend time in God's word. You know, where can we read about Jesus and, and what, you know, what he can do for us? You know, how can we find out who, how God calls us to live and who he wants us to be? And that's obviously in the Bible, the word. A lot of people who were new to their faith um, don't know where to start reading. And I know I didn't. You know, I really didn't have any idea where a good starting point was in the Bible. I was new to reading it. And obviously, I'm like, oh, I'm going to start in Genesis because that's the beginning. Um, and that's a mistake that I made. So my recommendation for anybody who's new to diving in the word, who's new um, in their faith, and who wants to learn about Jesus is to start in the Gospels. And those are the books of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And these books talk about the life of Jesus, his ministry, and then his death and resurrection. 
Um, it's also kind of a playbook, like in Matthew 5, uh, Jesus gives a Sermon on the Mount, which is kind of a playbook for how Christians are supposed to live their lives. And they describe the way, again, that we should live and how he calls us to live. So I truly think that the uh, the Gospels are a great starting point for people who are newer in their faith because it explains the why, the when, and the how of our relationship with Jesus Christ. And I kind of think of it outside of a spiritual perspective as well, because when you, when you want to go into a relationship with someone or when you're talking to somebody, you want to learn as much about them as you can before you become committed. That's part of a relationship is continuing to learn and, and to know a person. And that's exactly what the Gospels do for our relationship with God as they teach us about Jesus um, and, you know, God sending him to die for our sins and the kind of life that Jesus lived, which is, again, the life that we should model ours after. So on the topic of the relationships, um, this is going to lead me to my next piece of advice, and that's to surround yourself with other believers or even just one individual uh, who loves Jesus and who is seasoned in their faith. And they're able to disciple you, to answer questions you have about God, to answer questions about the Bible, to kind of walk through life with you. Um, our faith isn't something that, you know, we were meant to to do alone. In fact, the Bible tells us how important it is to be in community and sur- to surround yourself with believers. It says in the Bible that wherever two or more are present, that God is present. And so, again, that just stresses the importance of not doing it by yourself. And so for some, this may look like joining a campus Bible study, you know, joining crew, finding a big church to get plugged into, um, and, you know, just getting plugged in right away, surrounding yourself with a bunch of new believers and learning that way. And for others, and this is kind of how I was, it may look like, you know, finding that one individual or maybe just two individuals who are seasoned in their faith, uh, who you start hanging out around and who are willing to pour into you, you know, those individuals who are more seasoned in their faith. And for me, that happened to be my roommate. Again, I was blessed to, to have this amazing man of God placed in my life who I've happened to live with for the, for the last two years. And if it wasn't for him, I don't know if I would have found myself in the place with God that I am now. Um, his entire family, actually his sister, Ivy, um, his mom, Amy, a dad, Wayne, like they all continue to pour into me and just help me realize what it looks like to live a life like Jesus. And again, don't get me wrong. Like, when we're Christians, you're going to slip up. Like I've made my mistakes. I continue to make my mistakes. I'm always going to fall short, but they showed me what it was like to model their life after Jesus, to love others, um, to live a faithful life. I've had family, friends, and just other, other individuals in my life, obviously family as well, who have poured into me. And, um, again, it wasn't joining a huge group that did that for me because I was more shy. I was kind of like, just wanted to watch others and didn't want to, you know, proclaim my faith at first. And for some of you, again, that you may be ready to do that. You may be more extrovert and ready to just jump into a huge group. And there's great resources, especially like on, on campus crew is a great resource. It's not something for me, but I've seen it change other people's lives. And I've, I've met a lot of cool people who lead in crew. And, um, you know, a lot of college campuses have H2O church, uh, which is huge and, and really popular. And I've heard great things. So there's a lot of resources out there and there's a lot of great individuals, God loving, God fearing individuals uh, who are going to be willing to pour into you and answer your questions. Because at the end of the day, that's what, that's what we're told to do as followers of Jesus is to make disciples. 
you know, I think regardless of what it looks like, community is so important in your faith, especially when you're first beginning to pursue your relationship with God, because that's the, that's the time when the enemy is going to try and separate you from God or turn you away is when you're first starting and you, you're really confused. And so surrounding yourself with like-minded believers and people who love the Lord is so important because they're going to continue to walk with you and push you in your faith. And again, like if I didn't have those people, I, I don't even want to think about where I'd be. And so lastly, um, and this is something that's been really key for me, and I wish I would have done this at the very beginning when I first started taking my faith seriously, and that's to use the resources that are out there, you know, especially for reading and understanding the Bible, because that's something that it was very hard and still kind of is very hard for me. I'm not good at kind of interpreting some of those things, even through prayer and, and taking notes. So I have to use a lot of resources, um, whether that's a Bible commentary or, or different videos out there, um, but they continue to kind of be useful for me. And so a couple of them, uh, one's the Bible Project, and it's a YouTube channel, and they have videos on about every book of the Bible, different chapters of the Bible, um, different topics in the Bible, and you know they have facts, overviews, commentaries, and, and even just tips for like reading through different books of the Bible. Um, and it's been very helpful, especially for kind of understanding the background and the timelines of different things. Um, another one you've probably heard of is the YouVersion Bible app, and a lot of people just call it the Bible app. Obviously, it's a virtual Bible, and they have every translation you can imagine, but there's Bible plans, Bible studies, videos, um, commentary, tips for reading, um, highlighters, different tools for reading through the Scripture. Uh, it's been very helpful, especially on the go. Like you, you don't have to carry your big Bible around. You can have it right on your phone and, and kind of dive in even deeper sometimes than you could just with your, your handheld Bible. And the last one I want to talk about is one that's been really useful for me, and that's EnduringWord.com. Um, and it's a very in-depth commentary. It'll take a verse and break it down like word by word or phrase by phrase and really help you understand, you know, what God or Jesus or whoever speaking or writing was trying to say. Um, and it provides a bunch of facts, timelines, as well as just, you know, biblical principles to help you understand that. And it's been really really helpful for me. That's one that I, I still use pretty much every day as I dive in the word or do my devotional uh, or when I've prepped for giving messages, whatever, you know, I've been doing, especially involving the word enduringword.com has been very, very helpful. Um, and so in closing, I guess I just want to say that, you know, from somebody who really didn't care about God, it was more of a, Oh, I know God, I, b- I believe in God and, and God knows me. So, so we're cool. Um, and it's so much bigger than that. It really is about a relationship. And when you let Jesus into your life, man, like it changes. Um, and it doesn't change as fast as, you know, some of us want it to, but it changes and it changes for the better. And so starting and pursuing your relationship with God can be overwhelming and sometimes really intimidating. And a lot of that comes from the enemy, but a lot of that also comes from just being a human being, being uncomfortable. We don't like new things. We don't like putting ourselves out there. But I can promise you, and I'm living proof, that is the best thing that you can do in your life, and especially the best relationship you can ever get into in your life. It changed mine. I always joke around and tell people I went from booze to the Bible. And, and man, truly, like just letting Jesus into my life was the best thing I ever did. And yes, it involves some work. And sometimes changing things about the way we live our lives, the people we hang out with, the things we put into our head, the things we read, the way we act. But it is worth every single sacrifice. And I always think of it like this. God 
gave all for the one. It says, you know, the story of the lost sheep in the Bible. There were a hundred sheep and there were 99, but one of them got lost. And the shepherd went after the one. So God gave his only son so that we could all die for our sins so that all the lost sheep could be brought home. And so who are we if we don't give all for the one? God doesn't love you any less because of your past. And he tells us in the Bible, like I stated in my very first episode, not to worry about the future. So why not start our relationship with him today? Why not take that step of faith? Why not reach out to your friend who's a believer and ask them questions? Start today. And I promise you, you won't regret it. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I can't wait to talk to you next Monday.